0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Hockey! Yeah. yeah! My favorite. It's
1: Judd's Hockey Show. It's time for Judd's Hockey Show, which now is down to Judd Volgad and Declan Goff. Before we uh, start talking about the wild search for a GM, Declan, we should wish a fond farewell to our now former colleague, Lindsey Brown, off to uh, Sin City, Vegas, to uh, do sports talk all, all those great things, and I would ordinarily say that she'll be sad because she's going to leave a, a great hockey market for one that really is not a hockey market, but we now know <laughs> that Vegas is a great hockey market, so right. I'm sure she'll be very happy
0: she It's very on brand for Lindsay. I think she'll thrive uh, in, in in the Las Vegas culture. I would not be surprised at all, and yeah, she was a great contributor. I, I'm a little worried because now my fourth line role has been elevated Judd you, I'm, you're I'm Eric not,
1: fair playing
0: I'm playing second on second line six minutes. Here. Can you do it? I I don't know. I think the puck possession people are going to be upset. I don't think the analytics community is going to be happy with this move. You know what? I I, heard? I don't know if you're going to be happy with this move.
1: I heard. Okay, so I heard that your Corsi is terrible, but Fenwick likes you.
0: Yeah, it's you, you know why because no, I um, don't know why. because blocked shots uh, don't don't account. For oh. Fenwick, I believe is what it is, and you've
1: got uh, and you've got uh, the, the special uh, skate boots. Yep, I got special skate. So boots. You block a bunch of yep, shots. Yep, I, I, work, on, I work, on my,
0: work on my skating with Adam Oates in the off season. I got my own little coordinator. It's great. It's great. is the greatest. Yeah,
1: everybody works with Oatsy. You know, my dog now does. Stella, yeah, Stella does. She's it, taking uh, power skating from Oates. Hey, hey
0: Oates. if uh, Fenton didn't get fired, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Adam Oates was the next coach of the Wild. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Caprize wanted him to be his coach. <laughs> Five years ago, you might have been exactly yeah. right.
1: All right, let's get to uh, two topics here on a uh, probably abbreviated edition of Judd's Hockey Show. Number one, the GM search. We thought, you know what we thought, Declan? We thought the month of August, who needs to do a Judd's Hockey Show? because yeah. Nothing's going to be going on. And then, as everybody knows, a couple weeks ago, Paul Fenton was uh, dumped. And we will get to that uh, before we're done here. But um, the candidates, according to Michael Russo of The Athletic, include uh, Penguins assistant GM Bill Guerin. And a very interesting name, Carolina Hurricanes president, uh, GM, and alternate governor Don Waddell, who is the guy, of course, who stole Nino for Victor Rask from Fenton. Uh, your, th- your thoughts on the candidates and also your thoughts with training camp around the corner, how quickly do you think this needs to get done? Because I'm, I am thought for a second, wow, they got to fill this. But the more I think about it, I'm like – they're not that good to start with. right? Just do what you didn't do last time. Get it right.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think this was – I thought to initially like, all oh, they're going to have to be quick and, and they'll get someone in here in a week or two. And, and now from what it sounds like, they're going to do due diligence, as they should, uh, interviewing multiple candidates. They've gone through second interviews with some of the people we just listed as well. Uh, Waddell is the one that interesting, interests me the most uh, because of what he was able to do with Carolina – I think it would it would take a lot for him to leave, considering what he was able to build up in, in with the Hurricanes last year. And if you're going to take a chance with the Wild, I mean, you already struck lightning once with Carolina, and Carolina's going to be set for a little bit. I, I don't think Carolina is a juggernaut, per no, se. I they don't. had a great run, and they should still be a good They'd team run in front. the East.
1: And Ron Francis, who got right. fired there and now has taken the Seattle job, actually, I think, had more to do with the construction mm-hmm. of that roster.
0: So I think it would take a lot for Waddell to be, to leave Carolina to come here, but he would be my favorite so far. And I, he doesn't I, have a contract. He doesn't have a contract. He's basically case. a free agent. Correct. So if the Wild want to sweeten the deal with, with cash and dough, they can do that. So I, I would say Waddell so far is is my favorite that I would, I would try to pry away.
1: Now – Guerin was a uh, longtime National Hockey League player. He's 48. He interviewed for the Wild GM job before Fenton got it in May of 2018. Yeah. And uh, currently works as an assistant GM uh, for the past five years for the Penguins. My understanding is that he is close to Mike Medano and and played with Medano. I believe they played together for a time period in Dallas and on some some, uh, U.S. national teams. And Mike is not in charge of the search. But but um, Leopold and Matt Maka, the wild team president who went and decided on Fenton themselves, are now going to have Mike as a sounding board. And I do wonder if they're both going to be, I don't know what the proper term here is, um, freaked out enough by what, what happened with Fenton and how bad of hire that was exactly to potentially also defer strongly to Mike. Because Mike is at least going to bring a knowledge that
0: they clearly did not have
1: previously, oh, yeah. and that ended up turning into a real debacle.
0: And I know some of us kind of thought Madonna would be the dark horse candidate to be the GM, which Leopold pretty much immediately shot down uh, on his fire after the firing of Fenton, that he would be involved in the hiring process, which is great, which is a good move because you have two guys in in Leopold who I I just I still don't know what he's trying to do, and uh, and and Makita that are business guys first. I mean, they are business guys first. So it's it's good that Mike Madonna was on board to kind of be the buffer and be like, you know what? Yeah, this guy might know business and might know dollars, but does he know hockey? I mean, Paul Fenton was an assistant in Nashville for what, 20-something years, and there's a reason he never got a full-time job. And I don't think the Wild want to make a mistake where they hire someone who A, doesn't maybe have the credentials to get there. And McDonald can be the person that really makes sure that we're hiring the right hockey person. The person that's knows hockey. And if I'm I defer
1: to Mike. And yeah, they. Like, have I'm to. now saying I screwed up really bad. I clearly had no clue what what I was doing because Fenton is now their David Kahn. Yeah. Like it's not just a. This is not just a slight swing and a miss. This is David Kahn, Fran Foley. Yeah. This is a. This is an an embarrassment. Like you. You are now a punchline. And if you don't get this this higher right this time around, it becomes an enormous deal. Right. So you need to you need to definitely rethink how much you thought and I don't care if you're a hockey fan, that doesn't that's who who cares there. But you need to rethink how much you thought you knew about the business. And if Madonna comes around and says, you know, Bill Guerin's good at X, Y, and Z and he's been with the Penguins who have certainly had success, there's a Capella case to say Okay.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I think he, I, he, it wouldn't be surprising at all because he is a guy, too, that's worked with the Penguins who has been very successful in a short period of time. And I think the Wild are hesitant to do – who I thought – I thought Hextall immediately off the gate was like, you know, I bet I bet he would get it. I bet he would get it. But Hextall, he, he had a little bit of Fenton in him where he could be very inner circle Yes. Uh, he he's could w- cut he's people wound, off. He's wound tight. He's wound tight. He was wound he, tight as a goalkeeper. And the Wild probably don't want anything to do with someone who is very in his own bubble. So when I hear Hextall and Shirelli, which we could also get into, yeah, um, I I want—now I kind of think I'm leaning towards, man, I don't want anything to do with them. And with the Athletic, I know they also released front office rankings within the last 24 hours. Wild dead last at thirty one, as they should, as they should be. Basically zero confidence. So they need someone to come in here and change a culture and change a perception among the fan base and the national this is the first time too, I think the Wild from a national perception. People are looking at Minnesota thinking, what the hell is going on in Minnesota? This is the first time in in their existence. Even even during that dark area of when Gabrick left when Richards took over, where the Wild were just, let's be honest, they were just mediocre. People knew they were just kind of kicking tires. They they were they were trying. People now look at the Wild, and they say, man, what are you guys attempting to do here?
1: This is the worst. It's been the last time I can remember the Wild even being close to punchline status, and in their existence it has not been much, was when uh, Riseboro went at the trade deadline that one year and got Chris Simon. Yeah, Chris Simon w- was his big guy, and people were like, okay, he has uh, done nothing but been a goon his whole life. And that was that was laughed at. But the one thing that I will give... Chuck Fletcher credit for is I never felt... Chuck made some mistakes, but you never felt like this team was ever approaching punchline status, Yep, and now they're a punchline.
0: And I think it goes to show how great Chuck Fletcher was. I'm not surprised that he got let go. Like you said, he made some mistakes. I wasn't shocked when he was fired, but you look back on it 15 months later and you're like, man, we honestly had it pretty we had it pretty well he was, with Fletcher.
1: I don't think he was great. I think he he was professional. Well, yeah, Fenton was not professional. Right. Russell's play-by-play of what got him <laughs> fired eventually yeah. is not a play-by-play of, of a professional sports executive. Or any executive. I think yeah. Chuck was just professional. Right. I don't think he was great. I just think he wasn't a punchline. Like, yeah. it's not that hard not to be a punchline. Correct. Like, you have, to work, you have to work a hell of a lot harder to become a punchline, Fran Foley, David Kahn, than you do to just show up and be halfway decent.
0: Right. And— and now Fletcher has a pretty decent situation in Philly, and Fletcher's Hextall's case, old situation. and Hextall's old situation, basically inherited. And Fletcher just had a a problem with, I think, going at the trade deadline. He had a problem with player development. There was definitely flags in his tenure that deserved being moved on from. But you look back on it now, and in the Wild being a punching the the punching bag that they are, you're like, oh man, we really had it we had it made with Chuck Fletcher. The thing about Hextall, two things.
1: One is, and you brought this up. You broached this, and you're right. He supposedly wound tight, and as a player, he was wound super tight. I can't see going back to a Paul Fenton-esque, even slightly personality. But the one thing that I completely don't get the more I think about this, too, is he was way into, and he might have been right, I don't know, but he was way into, with the Flyers, the concept of a rebuild, a teardown rebuild, which eventually the Flyers were like, okay, that's enough, you're fired. Leopold has never shown anything, in fact, he should at times, yes. to say, you know what, we got to hit a reset button. So why on earth would, would you bring in Hextall, who was in Philadelphia, Mr. Reset, to what do what here? Mm-hmm. Not reset? Okay, if that's the case, and then Hextall gets here, my, my feeling would be, Declan, that you're going to be butting heads immediately between Leopold, Ryan Suter... Assistant GM of this yeah. team, clearly, or something like that, right. and Hextall. So, why would you go down? Why would you go down a path that you've made it known time and time again? And I think you are wrong, but that's not the point. That you have no interest in going down.
0: And I think that's why Giran and Waddell have now emerged. I think that's why they emerged because I think they're seeing, and maybe this is Madonna's influence, that we can't, if if we want to rebuild and 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 basically reinvent ourselves, we can't hire these guys. These are the these are putting us in the complete wrong direction and I do think with the new GM that's coming in or or at least in the interviewing process that has to be discussed of look I see this team if I'm a Waddell or Guerin I see this team as being pretty much at the bottom floor here you guys don't have a plan here's what I want to do it's not it's not just Craig saying I still want to compete for a Stanley Cup playoff spot and be in the playoffs every year some GM has to go up to him and say Craig that's not going to be the case here at least immediately. We have to rebuild and we have to try to put ourselves in a better position instead of just going for it for that last wild card spot. It's a hard sell.
1: I was going to say I wouldn't I wouldn't want this job because of what you just said, but I don't know how how you convince Craig when he has been telling the public, you know, he's trying to sell the fans on we're a playoff team and you're okay, so you're an eight you're, you're a wild eight. card team. Yeah. But Hextall clearly is is wired to embrace the concept of trying to build something over a period of time. So how on earth, like, why would Craig even consider that? If that goes so against what he believes, and I think Craig's wrong. But if that goes against, why would you hire this guy then, who got fired specifically because it took too long? Um, Peter Chirelli. So yeah. I've got a little bit of intelligence on this one, okay. Be- because this is when you're a punchline, what you don't do is you don't bring in other punchlines to talk to. And then yes. in this case, the Wild did uh, Peter Chiarelli, evidently the discussion with him about the GM job. And, and he was um, he is now known as an eventual e- abysmal failure with the Oilers, who happen to have probably the best player in the National Hockey League today in Connor McDavid. That was uh, the Wild talking to some executives with the National Hockey League, saying, you need to talk to this guy. So hopefully it was nothing more than the Wild being like, you know what? We'll do that for you. We'll do you that solid. Now, personally, I would have said, we can't do that because it's embarrassing. It's going to get get out. And this guy was such a failure in Boston. And I know he won a cup, but it went south. And he traded uh, Sagan. Sagan. And then he went to the Oilers and traded Taylor Hall, who became an MVP. Uh, but hopefully it was nothing more than the Wild doing the National Hockey League front office, a courtesy by talking to Peter Chiarelli.
0: And the, the argument of he won a cup in Boston, that that first off, that was almost 10 years ago now. A different era of hockey, different a different style. I don't care about that. He goes to Edmonton, takes over this, great. Young roster with the best player that's going to be in the that that's currently one of the best players in the NHL and Connor McDavid. Any player that you, if you could do a draft right now, McDavid's going number one. And you overall. have won w-
1: with that franchise the lottery how many times?
0: Yeah, f- five, four or five times. And and that team has has cultivated so many top picks. So why on earth would the Wild want to take a chance on a guy who had it pretty much made with him in Edmonton? This is going to be successful. We just have to supplement the talent, and you somehow made it worse. So I want if he's interviewing and saying, "Well, yeah, I see the Wild as a bad team, and, and I could fix this and that." I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I want nothing no, to do with no. you. Get get him out of here. If sometimes you do interviews just for the sake of doing them, to for out of for for just a little pity pity reason, and maybe they, that's why they did it with Shirelli. But I want nothing to do with a guy. Who took a team to a Stanley Cup ten years ago, which is it, to me is now no longer relevant in 2019, and then basically ran one of the youngest and most up-and-coming rosters into the ground. Yep. So why would I want him to inherit this team that is so stuck in the middle and drowning, and he's going to put us back over of the water? No way.
1: And my point was, with the way that things currently stack up for this franchise, I think you tell everybody we're just not going to do that one. Like right. we're not going to talk to him. I don't care. If you had a, if you had a super stable franchise right now that was seen as you know at the top of the league then perhaps as a favor you do this but my god that's just
0: embarrassing i don't see any
1: situation one name one blast from the past uh according to michael russo's most recent story in the athletic about potential candidates and this is going to be a process they're 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 getting permission to talk to a bunch of people Declan goff includes the wild have Steve permission to talk to Blue Jackets assistant GM and former North Stars enforcer Basil McRae. (laughs) Now it's going to start on the phone, but Basil, there would be a lot of people. I have no idea if Basil McRae is a good executive. I have absolutely no clue. But Basil McRae, man, could that guy fight?
0: Yeah, he
1: and Shane Sherla back in those days.
0: Those guys could fight. It could be a nice little old time move. Uh, to be honest, he sounds more like a soccer executive than he does a uh, than he does a hockey player. <laughs> and uh, but, but you know what? It's it's good that they're interviewing a bunch of people. I, I don't think this process is going to be done by done in this month. I mean, I would I'm be, fine with that. You know I, what?
1: The more I think about this, Tommy Curvers uh, as as assistant GM and now acting GM will do a fine job. Yeah. Yeah, no, the more at first I did think exactly what you said which is oh it's going ha- it to happen be quick. But you know what? You've got all the time in the world. You really do.
0: I would say, you know, maybe September 1st is the floor. You know, maybe have it have it at least narrowed but down. You've got to get it right. You have to get Oh, of course, you if have you, to if get it right. If you
1: do this wrong again, you are think about that.
0: Yeah, you I I know some people have already compared him to Glenn Taylor and, and Craig Leopold. And Well, it has gone and, sideways. And, and and it's gone sideways. And if for the first time in Basically nine, ten years, longer than that, fifteen years. The wolves are trending in the in direction above the wild. That hasn't let, let's be honest, that hasn't been the case since KG left. And I know that it really oh, no. hasn't. I know Towns came here and Kevin Love came here, but the Wild were still above them, and and their trajectory was still above them. This is now the first time where the Wild let's are are fourth out of fourth of the men's professional sports teams in this town, and they have a lot to earn back that trust. And hockey is such a niche sport. That, yes, the, the diehards and the crazies and the season ticket holders will, will show up for the time being. But the public perception right now among common sports fans of, with the Wild, it's in the dumps. It's in the absolute dumps.
1: They're selling tickets. Yeah. Like, the, you could go buy season tickets today. Yeah. That has not been the case, I don't believe, since uh, 2012 when Parisi and Suter signed. Right. So, at, it's, so yes, it's, it's been a been huge difference. Huge difference. And you just got done... Firing a GM who was a disaster for you. And R- Russo's story that came out, and if you have not uh subscribed to the Athletic, you should just to read this story. Right. Uh that came out. I'm trying to look for the date here. August second now. I mean this details a play by play of a guy who was beyond awful. Oh, it's it's the paranoia, the the misuse of his time, the level of y- you wonder. And I know that Craig and Paul went back to their time together when Leopold owned the Nashville Predators. And Paul was assistant GM for a thousand years there before he got hired here for uh, David Poyle, who is a longtime and very successful GM in this league. But the lack of vetting that was done on this guy's background to find out what he was like, it will knock your socks off. Yeah. I mean, this is this is, I think, worse than Tibbs. Yeah. Like Tibbs was a maniac. But. This guy was worse than Tibbs. Yes, he's worse than Tibbs. This guy is. I'm. I'm not exaggerating here, Declan. I think he is in the Fran Foley, David Kahn discussion. And Foley, if I am not mistaken, lasted like two months. Oh. And and they said, oh, we made a mistake. We'll just fire him. No, but yeah. you know, but yeah. at least yeah, yeah, in yeah. that one, you made the quick. Oh boy, did we screw this one up? You're fired. This was a guy who had a year to essentially, and, and it's not. It's not even that I hate all his hockey moves. It's that he had a year to sabotage the organization itself, right. and like if you re- read about how the employees felt and the
0: working environment, it's off the charts. That's the most alarming part with me. With it, it's not, it's one thing for a for a GM to maybe shove the media in the corner or or. or. Close their mouths and, and not give any anything to the media. But it's another thing to treat your entire staff, your your hockey operations, your analytics staff, your front office. You lost staff, the analytics staff. You, that's you, what I was. Your PR staff. I mean, the, the PR is supposed to be helping you. They're supposed to be. They're supposed to help you out, and you're treating them like crap. And that that's the probably the most alarming part. The, like you said, the hockey trades. I I get what he was trying to do. He was trying to make this roster younger. This right. core wasn't working. Right. And I understand those kind of moves. And then, and, and this, again, this goes back to Leopold needing to own up to blame as well. Who was Paul Fenton trying to serve? Was he just trying to serve himself, push, puffing his chest out, saying, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to sign Matt Zuccarello. Or was this Leopold being like, we need we need something here?
1: I think it was both things, I, right? It, it's it's, it's, it's bo- totally both. It's
0: totally both. But you're right that Fenton was just completely... Off his rocket. and the
1: Nino man. trade is awful. Yes, it's Off the charts, it's bad trade. Up there in the worst. trade But in the Minnesota. coil trade is not. Now Granlund, he screwed up because he should Could've have shopped more. him more. Yeah. But you know what? I'm, I will say this to my dying day: we all fell way too in love with a guy who, on the smaller ice, was he. You know what? He could be fun to to watch. But that diving goal that he scored in the playoff game against the Abs is now how long ago? Five, six years yeah. ago? Who cares? And we, exactly. Yeah. Who cares? And you know what? if the wild if they ever petitioned to be a country in the Olympic games and could take granland to that ice surface You'd be they, a stud. it'd be unbelievably fantastic yeah. but yeah it's more the behind the scenes stuff but i do i do believe that the next gm also has to tell craig leopold flat out craig if you hire me this has to be my show mm-hmm. like i can't be signing i can't be signing guys i can't be i can't be concerned about you know signing an aging winger because you're like i'm telling people that we could compete yeah so that's where that's where the person that takes this job does not have to be a raging jerk but they do have to lay down the law of okay if you're hiring me this is how we're going to have to do things and i don't want to hear from you very much i will tell you
0: what i'm doing yeah i mean as as me as an own employee i thrive off direction if if a superior tells me what to do that's what i'm going to do and I think that's what this GM needs to lay down. He needs to lay down a direction to the players, to the coaches, and to the fan base of here is our plan. And he has to also sell Craig on that, which is equally as important. And Craig needs to own up that, I'm sorry, man, you need to admit that this team just is not as good as you think it is. I All think
1: right. my fa- my f- uh, favorite part of the Russo story on Fenton before we wrap up here, I think it's when he went to uh, the Patriots Super Bowl parade. Okay. During a time at which his team was playing terribly and sent back video to employees of him at the Super Bowl parade. For his Patriots. (laughs) Think about that for a second. We could be doing this. Think about that for a second. You are your boss, your boss, your (laughs) boss, who, by the way, a lot of you consider to be a jerk, is not in town. And then you on your phone, it buzzes and you get a message that's got a video of the. Of the Patriots with the Lombardi Trophy, while your team is hemorrhaging.
0: Oh man, it's that—that's a ballsy move to go out there and do do something like that. And then you
1: just don't care. Yeah. And does. then the fact he went to Florida all summer long, basically, and disappeared
0: for large um, amounts of time. Like, how do you get this this wrong? I don't know, man. I I, I think it proves th- how his do you get this wrong? I don't know. I don't know how Leopold did it. And Fenton, there's a reason he was an assistant for so long. There's there's a huge well, and some reason. guys
1: deserve a shot. You know who. You know who did Zimmer? Zimmer, I, I yes. think, talked to six teams about head coaching jobs, and he's incredibly blunt. And six of those teams are like, "Ah, you're too I, blunt yeah, for us. We it. can't do it." But you know what? He finally got his shot, and I think, y- yes, it has not r- resulted in a Super Bowl yet. But you know what? He's turned out to be pretty damn good, yeah, I right? Love I love the pretty guy. damn good head coach, right? Yep. Like him a lot. But so I'm not saying that nobody who's been an assistant deserves a chance eventually. Correct. B- correct. Yeah. For a long time. But I don't know how you get it this wrong. I don't know how you screw this up beyond belief. I don't know how you hire a guy who goes to the Patriots, a Super Bowl parade because he's a Patriots fan, and then comes back and clearly is a jerk to
0: people. Yeah, he's like,
1: that's the other thing. If you're going to do that, then just don't be a jerk. Just be an affable
0: buffoon. Right. Uh, I'm totally fine with with uh, with a person of power being in in command and, and, and telling people how to do things. But it's the way he just treated individuals. Is what is most completely baffling to me, and, and it and it's very disheartening. And glad glad it glad it's over. I mean, our long national nightmare is over, ladies and gentlemen. The last of year, we, actually. Plus. You know what? I really can't say that because it it could get worse. But um, I I, I think this next it GM can't get
1: worse if you lose in the right way, Declan. That's right.
0: That. Yeah. I and you know what? We'll close on this too. Do you see what the KHL tweeted out the other day? No. No, Legate. no,
1: but I got a feeling it's going to be bad news. Okay,
0: so it's a picture of Kirill Kaprizov just like staring in the distance and the caption goes just waiting on another wild season. And but Wild wasn't capitalized, yeah. but they knew exactly what they were tweeting. Just waiting on another wild season. Well, and just quickly too. God, the shit. That what Russian ca- shade. I, I was good for them. Good for them. They run our country, so yes, they I do. mean,
1: right. so so when it comes to Kaprizov though, Again, unless you get this hire exactly right. Yeah. I mean exactly right. Like like the first thing that the new GM does is get over to Russia and it's like, I'm sorry for all the people who were screwed up. What's the kid's incentive?
0: Yeah, you have the most to most to lose with him. He he is he is the closest thing you have to a superstar. I know he hasn't played over here in the States, but he is the closest thing you have right now to a superstar who's ready to play. And you have to be able to convince that that was my only reasoning last year for not completely bottoming out yet just because I thought maybe they can still catch one more year and you can show him, hey, our team's still competitive. Oh, and I, be no, there. I'd call him
1: up and say, we are going to absolutely suck, and when you get here, it's going to be great, I hope- and we'll replace the goaltender. Yeah, you got to replace guys.
0: And I, I, But for him, I could see him being like, well, now trade my rights to someone who's ready to play. I wouldn't be surprised trade your if right, he said so Hang up, just yeah. like on Slapshot. Wouldn't be surprised. All
1: right, Declan, it's uh, been Judd's Hockey Show. I'd say that we won't be back for a while, but you we know never what? We never know. Things change constantly, so probably sooner rather than later, we'll have another episode. It'll be Zolgad. It'll be Declan. Will there be a third person? Yeah, we don't know. Will we add a third person? we don't know. You never know. Talk to you later. Bye. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty Points. You're kidding me.
0: Double XP and Call of Duty Points? This is incredible! I can't believe
1: it! Soldier, That's... get a hold of yourself. Oh, oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and
0: restrictions. Open to U.S. Residence 17+. plus. College Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and